We know you like football. So do we. We're TireRack.com, and this is our version of a two-minute drill, except it's only 30 seconds. TireRack.com has an enormous selection of tires. Not sure which ones to buy? Use our tire decision guide to find the right tires for your vehicle and the way you drive. Then get them shipped fast and free on all orders over $50. Shipping is in as little as one day. Free. TireRack.com ships to independent, recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Touchdown! Friday nights. Under the lights. Let's get into it. It's the Tire Rack Drive to the Game on Pulse FM. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your hosts, Chuck Freebie and Angelo DiCarlo. Exclusively on Pulse FM. The very best of the Bleacher Talk starts now. For the first time this season, it really does feel like a fall football Friday. We've got temperatures in the 60s. We've got conference play going on. Big rivalry games highlight the night. Welcome, everybody, to the Tire Rack drive to the game. Tires, wheels, and more. TireRack.com will help you get there. I'm Chuck Freebie, leading you into IU football coverage as well, which begins at 630 on 103.1 FM. And I'm Angel DiCarlo. We've reached week four of the high school football season in Indiana and week three in Michigan. Coming up on the Tyrag Drive to the game, we'll go through all our picks game by game next segment. Later this segment, I chat with Bremen coach Jordan Leeper, who remembers the life of Don Bungie, the legendary former Bremen coach, passing away this week at the age of 100. What a life. But we'll start with some chat about some rivalry games, including our 46th game of the week between Northwood and Northridge. Chuck, I don't even know what you you say about this game because it's been so wild over the years it is insane the 50 point swings that have happened in this rivalry between the regular season the playoffs each of the last two years trying to figure out who is the king of the north and as Nate Andrews told you earlier this week I mean for a long time this was like the rivalry between a hammer and a nail Uh, but Northridge has made it very competitive yeah let's just catch people up who don't remember exactly how crazy it is. Northwood leads the all-time series 45-8. to Northwood has dominated the last two regular season games, winning 42-8 to in 2021 and 42-7 to last year in the regular season. And then Northridge goes and wins the postseason rematch, ending Northwood's season each of the last two years, 28-7 in 2021 and 34-17 last year. The road team has won six in a row in the series, just adding to the stupidity of it. Yeah. Like the, the, the fact that you can't make any sense of it. I'm I'm happy we don't have to actually pick this game in the pick segment since we're broadcasting the game because I don't think you can make any sense of how these games have gone down. Northwood has been so impressive this year. Their offense is virtually unstoppable. They've been scoring over 40 points a game. Owen Raider having a phenomenal year at quarterback. He's already over 1,000 passing yards. He's got weapons galore at his disposal. Northridge was very impressive beating its first two opponents, Fort Wayne North and Elkhart. They had a bit of a comeuppance last week against Mishawaka, losing 37-16. Here's Northwood senior defensive back Keegan Stats and Coach Nate Andrews on the motivation of facing the team that's ended their season each of the last two years and just how wild this series has been. It's great motivation. We got fire under ourselves. We're just going to keep pushing ourselves so it doesn't happen a third time. I know it's only regular season, but we're treating it like it's the playoffs. 
Well, it is a crazy, crazy thing, isn't it? So what you, you mentioned it being a rivalry. It was never a rivalry for the first 25 years of the existence of, uh, of the competition. But as Northridge has changed and evolved and they're in a different place and they've been chasing and they're hungry, um, it's impressive to watch. We've had some really unique situations happen during the regular season and our matchups the last two years where everything went our way and snowballed in our favor. And exactly the opposite of that would happen in the playoffs each of the last two years. It's a crazy dynamic and a weird thing that's very hard to understand or explain. And I know Northridge feels the same way. So um, I think everybody is anticipating a crazy matchup again and uh, probably trying to expect the unexpected. You know, maybe Keaton Setz should actually treat this as a regular season game, not a playoff game. It's just kind of my my thought. I have to admit, when I first saw that bite after you posted it this week, that was my (laughs) first thought was, don't treat it like a playoff game, Keegan, because that hasn't gone well for you. On the other hand, you've got this Northridge team that has had it handed to them in the two games of the regular season the last two years, found ways to come back and win. Northwood fans will tell you, well, we helped them with that, with some internal problems we had. Maybe so, but I did ask Chad Epley Wednesday at practice how his team has pulled this off this year. And what concerns them about this year's edition of the Panthers? I think it just shows the grit of our kids. I mean, they they fight and claw and try to battle every single game. And the first game we had with them last year, nothing went our way. Um, and then the game we had uh, in the sectional, everything kind of went our way. And I, I just show that a testament to our kids and just the the will to win that they have. What do you see when you put on the film? Speed. Speed and athleticism. I mean, when you talk about having two kids that are going to go to the top two schools in the NCAA, like, right there should be your, your mark. And then you start talking about, like, kids like Trey Woods, who I don't know if he's gotten any college looks at, but holy cow, he should because he's a really good athlete. And then you throw in Rowan Raider, Seth Russell. Like, you start talking about some of the other guys they have on their offense. It's insane. And then you go to their defense, and they're just stacked all over the place. So um, that's a really good team, and we're just excited to play on this year. And it's true, the grit that Northridge has shown. It would be easy to go into those games and say, our season is over. They haven't done that, and instead they've got two sectional trophies in the case over in Middlebury. But I think it's it's important how he points out, they've got a guy going to number one ranked Georgia <laughs> and a guy going to number two Michigan. When you think about it, it's kind of crazy. Like, Northridge has two Division One AA players themselves on their team going going on and yet Georgia Michigan right number one and two in the country right now it's kind of crazy the talent level that Nitro Tuggle Josiah Edmond and then as you mentioned earlier uh, Owen Raider and then Chad mentioned Trey Woods has been great yeah. and Seth Russell that they're just loaded all around at Northwood and it, it on paper it looks like hey Northwood is the team but again as both coaches both any player you'd say is, you just never quite know what to expect in this one. So it should be an interesting one tonight at Jim Andrews Field, and whether you're attending the, that game or any other game, we hope you'll join us tonight at 11, tomorrow morning at 9 on TV 46 for the 46th game of the week. Bo Hunt will be in the booth with me. Ange will roam the sidelines. Just one of a number of rivalry games tonight. We've got St. Joe and Adams, and then also 
the one that they talk about all year down in Stark County. North Judson, 2-1, and one, taking on Russ Radke's undefeated Knox Redskins. Yeah, that will be an interesting one. North Judson losing last week to Culver Academy, so we're trying to see how good maybe they actually are. Knox has steamrolled some of their competition, but again, how good are they? It's a good litmus test for both of them. They'll each obviously have LaVille later on in the year as well. So, And of course, a rivalry game, another game where you just don't know what to expect. St. Joe Adams kind of similar in that regard. Two schools that have done some okay things this year, and they always seem... I broadcasted the game every year for the last several years. It's always a wild game. It's two schools... I, there might not be two schools in the area that are closer in geography than St. Joe and Adams. It's it's a true neighborhood game. You have kids in the Sunny Me neighborhood that go to one school or the other that are next-door neighbors, perhaps. So that should be a good one as well. All right, for over 40 years, Tire Rack has been helping people find the right tires for how, what, and where they drive. They're nationally known, locally run by an outstanding team that believes in supporting the Michiana community. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you, Tire Rack, for being the title sponsor for the drive to the game. Certainly want to take time out to remember uh, a legendary football coach in this area. Uh, unfortunately, I had to break the story on Sunday that Don Bungie, the longtime Bremen football coach passed away this weekend at the age of 100 when we went down to do the Bremen-Laville game. We had heard that Don had broken his leg and was in ill health, and I think people kind of knew that that might be the beginning of the end for Coach Bungie. But what a life he lived. And, you know, when I tweeted that out, almost immediately the University of Indianapolis, where Don attended and was clearly beloved, uh, tweeted out its own tribute to him. Served in World War II. That alone right there gets you respect. And then comes back, uh, goes to the University of Indianapolis, had a great career there, came to Bremen as a teacher in 1952, and literally laid the sod at the field that now bears his name as he started the football program in 1957. He was Bremen's head coach for 29 years, returning in an interim role as a in quotation marks, assisted in 1989 and led them to that state title with Bo Hunt at running back. And while he may have retired as a coach, he, he never left Bremen football. He was a fixture at football practices. Chuck and I always saw him there over the years when we would go down there for interviews. And as you will hear from my conversation with current Bremen coach Jordan Leeper, even into his 90s, Don Bungie was watching film. Coach Leeper, a Bremen alum himself, was an assistant for many years and has been the head football coach at Bremen for eight years now. This week I spoke to him about just how much Don Bungie meant to Bremen and how much Bremen meant to Don Bungie. All right, Coach, obviously some uh, heartbreaking news from down in Bremen. Obviously 100 years led a great life, but just your reaction to uh, a Bremen legend gone in Don Bungie. No, it's uh, it's definitely tough to, to know that uh, he's not going to be there at the games and, and watching. And I had the pl- absolute pleasure of having this job and having that guy out at practice and, you know, coming in and having popsicles with the kids during the summer on his hundred birthday and, you know, giving some words of advice to our, our kids. And I'm glad they got to experience that as well as um, all the guys that came before us got to experience that. How much did Dom Bungie love Bremen football? Oh, I think it was kind of everything to him. You know, I mean, he's still on our huddle account where he watches game film and he was out at practice all the time. And, you know, even during the COVID stuff, his son would drive him over and they'd sit in the car and he'd still watch practice. You know, I 
always had to send him a roster and the starters and circle the guys who were um, going to be the kind of standouts and the guys to watch for. So he means a lot to a lot of different people from Bremen, you know, in, in his years of experience here and everything that he brought to the table and, you know, not just in football, but in other aspects of life. And, you know, I know he, he spent a lot of time with guys, not just in football, but really teaching them, you know, how to how to be a man and how to grow up and how to mature and, and achieve really good things. So definitely meant a lot to the community and, and the program. How about for you yourself, Jordan? How much did he mean to you? I wasn't fortunate enough to play for him, but I know my dad did. You know, to hear the stories that growing up from from my dad and, and telling me about Coach Bungie and all of the lessons that he learned from him and then you know, being able to become an assistant here and, you know, then eventually the head coach. And, you know, that, that means a lot to, to have the interaction I had with him. And it's uh, it's definitely tough, but, um, you know, just being around it has made me better as a person and as well as the, the players. Just the commitment he showed and to the program and didn't matter who was playing or who was the coach and the support he gave us was was tremendous. I want to circle back to something you said before. He was watching film on Huddle in his late 90s? <laughs> I believe so, yes. He's still on our coach's account, and um, he would. that's how a lot of times he would watch the game. I know he couldn't make it to all the away games towards the end, but um, you know he was able to watch, watch Huddle. And there were times a um, couple years ago, I think it was three or four years ago, where he had watched film from an away game and, and came to practice. And I sat down and talked with him a little bit and he gave me uh, you know, a couple pointers about some players that maybe they need to change positions. And uh, when coach Bungie says things like that, you uh, definitely take it to heart and listen. How neat is it for that? Your kids got to know him this year at a hundred years old, got to meet kind of the, the founder, the legend that is Bremen football. Uh, this summer? I think it's a unique opportunity in life when um, you get to experience being around somebody with, with that kind of reputation in the community. You know, they, they see this, they probably don't fully understand everything he's contributed to in his lifetime and all the, all the things that he's done, but they hung on every word that he said when he came out this summer. And I know in the last couple of years, he's been to our kickoff dinners and, you know, we've had people go get him and stuff like that. Our kids having a chance to be around somebody like that, and it builds up our program even more, and that's going to be missed. You guys have a big game this week against Triton. How much would you love to get him a big victory here just after his passing? No, it'd be great. I mean, it'd be absolutely fantastic if, if our guys could uh, channel some of that um, emotion and, and stuff from Coach Bungie into into our play. Um, I know we got a tough challenge. I know you know Triton is a is a very improved football team and program and coach Whitaker is doing some really good things down there and they've got some tough athletes but um you know when it comes to approving coach Bungie I think the biggest thing he would say is that you, we just got to play our hearts out each and every play and and then the chips fall where they may coach thank you very much for sharing some stories about coach Bungie and best of luck this week absolutely thank you just an unbelievable coach and on the one hand yes it's unbelievable that he was still breaking down film in his 90s. But I think, as Bo pointed out to us this week, you know, that that was Don Bungie's comfort zone was football, and it helped keep his mind sharp. And that was the thing that always impressed me in my conversations with him. You weren't talking to a, a forgetful guy at all. He was well aware of people, and he was well aware of players and their relationship to past players at Bremen. 
And I think it's really cool that he got to enjoy 100. He got to 100. He got to have popsicles with the team and and really get to connect with those kids. And just really cool for the kids to to see that. You know, they they may not know what exactly he achieved as a coach and things like that. But if you grew up in Bremen, you knew who Don Bungie was in terms of a, an historic figure at 100 years old. I mean, a guy who literally started your program. It's it's pretty remarkable. What a life. And just a quick story. You mentioned that team that Bo won the state title on. Marty Huber uh, had gone into rehab that year. The rule in Indiana at that time was you had to be a teacher to be the head coach. So there was a guy on staff named John Casella, classmate of mine at Elkhart Central, and he was a math teacher at the school. So he was the figurehead head coach. But the real coaches of that team, and John would admit this too, Don Bungie was the offensive coordinator, and Mark Engel, who went on to a nice career at Bremen, uh, was the defensive coordinator. And that was a buzzsaw for Bremen that year. Rest in peace, Don Bungie. Our preview and pick segment is next. You're listening to the Tire Act Drive of the Game on Pulse FM. I depend on my car, and my family depends on me. The last thing I need when worrying about all that a day can bring is to stress about my car. That's why I take it to Tom's Car Care Center. They can get me an oil change in less than 10 minutes while they check my tires, replace my wiper blades, and much more. I can also save time by grabbing breakfast or lunch at the Coffee Spot Cafe. And oil changes come with a half-price car wash. Tom's Car Care Center is located at 3201 Sugar Maple Lane, right off of Bendix. Welcome back to Island Wheel. Smart Money Moves is the first category. Gilligan, you're up first. Give me a G. Is there an L? There is one L. I'd like to solve. Right now, you can get a Great Lakes heating technician to your door for free with any repair. Unbelievable, yes. Call Great Lakes today and ask about their free trip fee offer. Welcome to the St. Vincent to Paul Society. From providing food and clothing to assisting with bills and offering support, we're here to lend a helping hand during times of crisis. But we can't do it alone. We need your generosity to keep our mission alive. Call us at 574-234-6000 or visit svdpsb.org to learn more about how you can help. The St. Vincent de Paul Society. Together, we can bring hope to those in need. With Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, our online banking and mobile app are like having a branch right at your fingertips and with everything you need to use and manage your accounts 24-7. Hi, I'm Diane Freeby of Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, inviting you to enjoy better banking where and when you want. Features include bill pay, money transfer, budgeting, early payday program, and much more. Check us out today at NotreDameFCU.com to learn more. Insured by NCUA. Are you an athlete preparing your mind and body to take your game to the next level? Let Goshen Strength and Speed teach you how to get there. We'll work with you to maximize your physical abilities and intangibles, creating an individually tailored program to unleash your full potential. We even offer guidance through the college recruitment process. Goshen Strength and Speed, elevate your athletic potential. Visit GoshenStrength.com and schedule a consultation. 
Your home is the most important and most emotional investment you will make for your family. So you need someone that has the years of experience that Lori Sumter has with Phil Hahn and Associates. Family is very important to Lori. And after 39 years in the Napanee real estate market, she has what it takes to help her clients find the perfect place to call home for their family. Let Lori Sumter help you turn that dream into a reality. Call Lori today at 574-202-0056. Now back to the tire rack drive to the game on Pulse FM. Notre Dame plays its first game against a Power 5 opponent tomorrow, traveling to North Carolina State for a noon kickoff. Join us Monday night at 7 right here on Pulse as we recap the game and look at the state of the Irish on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Football Fix. And if you missed this week's episode with inspiring focus on faith with quarterback Benjamin Morrison, just search Irish Football Fix wherever you listen to podcasts. Time for now for our previews and picks. Records through the first three weeks. I have now taken the lead at 26-9. Chuck, 25-10. and 10. I was 11-1 last week, and Chuck was 9-3. Chuck, uh, if you're not aware, I do get a little braggatocious when I'm in the lead, which is always the case in my previous versions of this show. So I just, just want to make you aware that. Enjoy it while you can. Oh. <laughs> uh, we're broadcasting Northridge and Northwood for our 46th game of the week, so no pick on that one since we previewed the game at the top of the show Let's start with the rest of the action. The NLC, interesting week this week. You've got Concord 2-1, and one, lost their first conference game, taking on undefeated Warsaw. Yeah, Warsaw has played really well, but low-scoring games early on before blowing out Plymouth last week. Concord lost to Northwood. It was a blowout, but it's Northwood, so there's no shame. This is kind of where, okay, is Warsaw at that elite level or in that second tier is Concord right there with them or not? I'm still thinking Warsaw's a little bit ahead of the game, though. I'm going to go with Warsaw. I like Warsaw's defense and the fact that they're playing at home. Their home opener four weeks into the wow. season. Uh, I'll take the Tigers as well. Un- or winless Goshen taking on 2-1 and one Mishawaka. Um, not sure we have to spend a lot of time on this Mishawaka, one. Mishawaka, Mishawaka. Plymouth at Wawasee. They are both 1-2. Plymouth with a win over Calumet. Wawasee beat Goshen last week. Wawasee has won two in a row in the series. Mr. DiCarlo, do you know the last time the Wawasee Warriors started the Northern Lakes Conference season 2-0? No. Has it ever happened? 2003. It has been 20 years (laughs) since it has happened. But Mason Shoemaker is the quarterback. John Ritaboo's got a balanced attack. I like the Warriors in this one. Ah, oh, man, I thought you were going to go with Plymouth. I'm going with Wawasee uh, with a big home game as well. So uh, that was a game that could be a toss-up, and, and I think we think either way. Plymouth's definitely better than they've been, so it could go either way on that one. Alexander right. Ramirez is having a nice year at quarterback for Plymouth. Who's your North Conference? We talked about it briefly. North Judson 2-1 at Knox 3-0. and I'm going with Knox on this one. I think I was a little surprised about North Judson losing to Culver Academies last week. I'll go with Knox, but I'm not sure on this one. I wanted to go with Knox. I can't allow you to sway me. There's still a lot of time to make up games. You don't want to play catch-up? You don't want to play catch-up? I'm going to go with Knox in this one as well. So we're making this real boring, picking the exact same way every Uh, week. That'll happen. Bremen at Triton. We just had Jordan Leeper on. I can't imagine in the week that Don Bungie passes away that Bremen loses, but boy, Triton's got a great quarterback in Cole Shively, and I think Zach Whitaker is doing a masterful job down there. 
So does that mean you're going with Bremen? I, I said I'm taking Bremen. Okay, you're taking Bremen. I, I'm going to go with Bremen as well. I think this is a toss-up game. Another one of those toss-up games, but I'll, I'll go with Bremen if anything. Again, like you said, the inspiring factor of playing for Coach Bungie. And I see Big Division Marion at New Prairie. Boy, we haven't talked about New Prairie. They put a thumping on Lowell last week. Maybe New Prairie has righted the ship after that week one loss. Yeah, I think they've solved the puzzle, Pat. So I, I will uh, go with the Cougars in this one. All right, I'll go to New Prairie as well. St. Joe at Adams. We saw Adams last week in the 46th game of the week. St. Joe lost to Lakeland week one, then beat Fort Wayne South and thumped Washington. Uh, Adams lost to CMA, beat Logansport, lost to Riley. What do you think? Adams can throw the ball a little bit, but I have to think that Ben Downey and the St. Joe Indians are going to go to 3-1. and one. Wow, we are not fun this week for those watching, listening. Excuse me. I am going with St. Joe as well. Let's go to maybe finally a game we will split on. We'll see. John Glenn, 2-1 at Jimtown, 1-2. Jimtown has lost to the teams you would expect them to lose, and they've beat the team that you thought they would beat in Osceola Grace. Glenn, 2-1, and one, lost to Riley. No shame in that. What do you think here? I like Jimtown playing at home. They have owned Glenn over the years, and I just I don't see them losing this one at Nep Field. Apparently, we're going chalk across the board. We'll go with Jimtown as well over here. All I'll right. let you field the angry phone call from John Barron. <laughs> All right, I don't know if we need to do this pick, but uh, we, we, I assume we're both picking Riley over Clay in the p- perhaps the last time these two schools ever meet. You, you can go ahead and book me for Riley for the next three weeks. They will be 6-0. and oh. And then they will face New Prairie, as yeah. they already are looking forward to that game. Based <laughs> as on Robert Nebu <laughs> informed you last Friday. Non-conference game, Fairfield at Culver Academy. Both teams 2-1. This one is interesting after the way the last couple of weeks have gone. I like the way Andy Dorrell's team has played this year, and they're playing at Oliver Field. I'll go with the CMA Eagles. <laughs> There's a lot of games that could go either way, and yet we're going the same way. I'll go with Culver Academies. This is not makes the pick segment so... As much fun. Let's go to Michigan. Berrien Springs 0-2 at Waterville 1-1. I'm not sure that Berrien Springs is all that good this year, although the one-point loss to Hackett Catholic is not that bad. You know what? I'm going to go with Berrien Springs in this one. Waterville beat Brandywine 19-6 and lost to Dwajak 33-14. Give me Waterville. Let's let's have some fun and make some picks a little bit differently. All right, Niles 1-1 at Three Rivers 0-2. Niles coach Scott Shaw won a state title Three Rivers coming off that heartbreaking loss in the final seconds against Lakeshore in our 46th game of the week. What do you think? Uh, I think Scott Shaw puts the pieces back together and rolls into Three Rivers and gets the Vikes a win. All right, yeah, I'll go with Niles as well. I think uh, all the motivation in the world after the loss a week ago. That'll do it for the Tire Rack Drive to the Game. TireRack.com, revolutionizing tire buying since 1979. Don't forget to join Anj and me Monday night at 7 right here on Pulse for Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Football Fix. That's Monday at 7 here on Pulse FM. And, of course, be sure to join us over on TV 46. Northwood hosts Northridge. See it tonight at 11 or tomorrow morning at 9 on TV 46. If you're listening on 103.1 FM, coverage of IU and Indiana State is next. If you're listening on 92.1 and 96.9, we bring you more positive hits. For Angelo DiCarlo, Chuck Freebie, have a great Friday night. Black, 33. This has been the Tire Rack Drive to the Game on Pulse FM. Also powered by St. Vincent to Pulse Society. Goshen Strength and Speed. Great Lakes Heating and Air Conditioning.
Tom's Car Care, Lori Sumter with Phil Hahn and Associates, Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, and Tire Rack. Exclusively on Pulse FM. Aye.